how many times I have had to read that same line, Andrea. So do not. <laughs> well, and doesn't that speak to like the chemistry and like the support of this this group, right? Because I'm sitting here I, going, "Please, I keep getting these Wednesday and all of the other names, and I had it written down wrong." And then I'm like, "Oh!" And you just stepped right in. That was perfect. That's that was what we're good, you guys. That was good. It was good. Welcome to the Women in Emergency Services Wednesday podcast brought to you by the Moz Monthly Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Bass. Welcome to the first episode. Today, we'll be bringing you all the information on the newly formed Women in Emergency Services Michigan Local Chapter. Our Michigan founding members include Lori Thiel, Angela Madden, Betsy McDavid, Gina Caston, Katie Arns, and myself, Andrea Bass. Now, let's get into our first episode. Today, joining me on the podcast is Angela Madden, an executive director for the Michigan Association of Ambulance Services and esteemed media manager of the Michigan local chapter. In addition to Angela, I have Lori Thiel, Michigan's WEEZ chapter leader. And when I say WEEZ, what I mean is women in emergency services. She's the current CEO of Mobile Medical Response. So before we get into the details around WEEZ, let's do a round of introductions. So over to you, Lori, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first podcast. This is so exciting. I have been in EMS leadership, actually, since the late 90s. I think I'm in my 24th year of EMS leadership. I currently serve as the CEO of Mobile Medical Response. I worked for a few years down at Emergent Health Partners. I was the uh, CEO of Alliance Mobile Health, started that company up in operated it for 12 years from about 2000 to 2012. And my career actually launched as a marketing public relations manager at uh, MedStar for about two years. So that was my starting point into the world of EMS. Thank you, Lori. Amazing. What an amazing career trajectory. Angela, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I think I'll start with asking how I became esteemed in anything. I don't know that I could ask for anything more, but thank you very much for including me, not only in this podcast, but as a founding member of the Michigan Chapter of Women in Emergency Services. My background is not in emergency services. In fact, I am not a clinician, and I hope everybody remembers that as we continue to publish episodes. My knowledge about what happens on board an ambulance and in the healthcare system in general is about an inch thick. My background is in in trade associations and trade association management. I'm a lobbyist here in the state of Michigan and federally. Sometimes it's a naughty word to say the word lobbyist, but it is in fact true. I joined the Michigan Association of Ambulance Services back in 2016, January of 16. So I am just completing my eighth year, about to embark on my ninth year with the organization. Could not ask for any better job, not only to represent the EMS personnel on the streets every day, but particularly the women who go out there and work hard. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about me. Um, where to begin? Um, I am currently at the EMS Programs Manager for the Michigan Center for Rural Health, which is the State Office of Rural Health. I am currently getting myself back out onto the road after about an eight-month hiatus as a practicing paramedic, something I'm very passionate about. And I am the owner and founder of the EMS Professional LLC, which is a education and consulting company. Um, my background is very diverse. I have 
build roles such as EMS director, EMS supervisor, EMS quality assurance and compliance manager, um, FTO, paramedic, project manager. Uh, let's just say that um, I like a challenge and I'm constantly seeking growth. So long background, all of it's been in EMS, but something a lot of folks don't know about me is my first 10 years of my career um, was teaching collegiate level biology courses. Um, so all the way from the small classrooms to the lecture halls filled with hundreds of students. And I found my passion in emergency medical services, and I've been here ever since. A little bit about women in emergency services. Um, so if you're curious what this organization is all about, Women in Emergency Services supports and advances women's careers in emergency medical services, from field providers to national leadership through empowerment, networking, mentorship, and education. So that is the basis of our organization. But Angela, can you tell us a little bit more about what the Women in Emergency Services vision is? Absolutely, Andrea. Thanks for asking. I think it's important for listeners out there to understand that WIS's main focus and goal is to provide that platform, particularly for women in EMS, and then on that platform, provide resources that anybody might need to reach their full potential in their career, connect with their peers, their colleagues, and most importantly, at least and closest to my heart, is to empower them to become better employees, better people, better women, and feel proud about what they do every single day. Yeah, amazing. Um, so that is a little bit of the WE's vision. Lori, what about the foundational pillars of women in emergency services? What are those all about? What are those? Yes, there are four um, very relative pillars that are sort of the, like you said, the foundation of women in EMS. And Angela just mentioned empowerment, and that is one of our top pillars, meaning that as women in EMS, we need to take control over our career, over our life. We need to make things happen. And the empowerment pillar is going to help all women in EMS do that. Our second pillar is networking, and that kind of speaks for itself. It's getting connected with one another in person and via Zoom or Google Meets or whatever video uh, networking that we do do today. We're kind of doing that together right now. So there'll be plenty of networking opportunities in Michigan. Then, of course, nationally, because this is a national association. Mentorship. Um, this is a big one for ladies and EMS at all levels, whether you're on the street or you're currently see serving in a leadership position. We should all be able to identify um, one or more people that we can go to to help us out with not only our career and career advancements, it could be any topic, but having that relationship established. And we hope to build those bridges in our Michigan chapter for sure. And then last of all, education. Who doesn't need just a little more education? And we're not just talking the formality of you know college and getting degrees. We're talking about professional development and self-advocacy and technical expertise, things that we need to really build upon as we continue to advance our career. And advance our career too, I want to just kind of touch on this for a minute. It doesn't always have to be, you know, up the career chain, up the ladder. It could be a lateral move, could be trying to plan our career, you know, maybe outside of, of EMS, but in the healthcare industry as a whole. 
For anybody that knows me, they know I have been in and out of EMS, I think, four times. And I stay in the healthcare industry, but those experiences have also been very valuable to my career. So the four pillars, empowerment, networking, mentorship, and education. Wow, those pillars are spot on. Um, so now that we know a little bit more about WEEZ and what the basis of WEEZ is, let's hit on a little of the potential misconceptions or perceptions that may come along with a new organization. What are a few misconceptions that that you, um, Angela and Lori, both feel might be um, part of this? So I'll mention one because I've already heard. I've heard this a few times throughout my EMS career. Sometimes um, women feel like belonging to a group that is more associated to women's needs, we'll say. Um, they feel like that they don't want that connection for some reason. They want to be on the playing field with their male counterparts in EMS, and they don't want to be associated with a, you know, a, a women's EMS group, even though we welcome, you know, men into this group. But yes, we have special needs. And yeah, so that's the big one that I've heard. Great. Yeah. Angela, anything to add there with this misconceptions or perceptions? Andrea, I think one of the misconceptions that I want to address is that by joining a woman's focused organization, it doesn't mean that you are only going to be a caretaker within that organization. I think a common misconception among women when it comes to joining a very focused organization is that that's all women are meant to be, just caretakers. And that being despite any leadership position they might have within their own respective day job organizations, I would like to reserve this space to help launch them out of Uh, that line of thinking so that we can witness them becoming more empowered. And then there we go back to that pillar again, so that we can witness women, particularly EMS personnel practitioners, becoming more empowered to jump out of that caretaker role and directly into that executive leadership role. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think you both really hit on those points um, and and they resonate both with me. I really don't have anything else to add. Um, except to stress this is, this is not an exclusionary organization. Um, it is just truly focused on women and EMS. With that, I'd like to get into some more open discussion. So what does the future of the Michigan chapter look like? What's coming down the pipeline? Maybe I'm listening to this podcast and I haven't yet joined or I am a current member and I'm just curious about what's going to be happening in Michigan. What can you tell us about that? Well, I'll start us off here. One item is what we're doing right now, and that's the podcast. Uh, Starting in January, this is sort of our, we'll call it our soft launch of our podcast, a little teaser. But in January, we plan to record a podcast weekly, not too long. We know that time's valuable and you really want to be able to get a message out in about 15, 20 minutes. So that's kind of the target. And to include all folks licensed in Michigan. So not just, you know, founding members or chapter members, but to really reach out and get full participation. So that's one. We definitely are going to have some space at the upcoming 2024 EMS Expo in Grand Rapids. So look for that, look for a networking and some educational opportunities. And then probably how to keep engaged with possibly a blog. We're thinking about doing a blog and um, just again, getting you involved for more ideas. So we're really looking forward to that. But that's a few things on the burner. Excellent. Angela, anything to add there? 
as a female lobbyist in the state, I'd really like to see the Michigan chapter delve into some hot topics that are happening, whether they be legislative topics or just current events happening around our state in particular. For those that might not be thinking this far ahead, 2024 is an election year. So I don't think we'll be at a loss for conversation topics. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to highlight one thing that's not necessarily happening in Michigan, but definitely applies to Michigan is um, WEEZ is, has, has secured space at the American Ambulance Association conference this year that's happening um, in April of 2024, and it's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. So if you can make it to the American Ambulance Association conference and trade show, I highly recommend that. Many of your Michigan um, peers and colleagues will be there, founding adv- advisors, et cetera. So another thing coming down the pipeline that may apply to you. What is your why behind joining WEEZE? So Lori, do you want to take this one first? Sure. I believe that there has been a gap for a really long time in getting women connected in EMS for all the reasons that we've already talked about. And I've been really uh, had this thought in my head for it goes back, you know, easily 15 years ago. So that was part of it. The other part is I believe that I'm in my last segment of EMS leadership. So anything that I can pass along to Anyone in the industry, particularly, again, females from a mentoring standpoint, that is what motivates me to join and be and, and lead this, this Michigan chapter for sure. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And Angela, what about your why? I think my why has a little bit different tone to it, Andrea, as someone who has been reborn into emergency medical services just recently over the last, you know, six, seven years, I think it is important to for people to understand that this is the first place in my professional career where I have felt like I could be my authentic self, my authentic self in a leadership capacity, my authentic self as, uh, as a director of an organization and everything that is entailed with that. My day changes every day from the administrative functions all the way up to the executive functions of the organization, but I can be authentically me every time. So why would I be a, come a part of an organization that might help promote me to continue? The ability to do that meant a lot to me. As an aside, some of the other personal hobbies that I have taken on have very similar male-dominated field feels. And so I felt that this organization particularly was a way for me to gain some of that leader, some additional leadership qualities, capabilities, education, and empowerment so that I can continue to be my authentic self in those avenues as well. Oh, I love all of that. Um, my why is, is right in line, I would say, with both of you. Um, I, growing up, I noticed a, a lack of opportunity when it came to just being mentored. And if I did encounter a mentor, it kind commonly was a male. Uh, Most of the people in in the organizations that I was with were male. And the other thing that's really important to me, my why, is I want this organization um, to be a soft place to land for folks where they can come in, they feel welcomed, they feel like Angela, where they can be their authentic self, and they can get what they need. And the last thing that stands out to me with this organization is being the person that I needed. I really want to pass that along in mentorship where I am the person that I needed during my career for someone else. 
So you're going to find as you get into WEEZ that you're going to meet a lot of incredible women doing incredible things. And this organization is going to offer you that place where you can come and get guidance, resources, elevate your career, learn about the executive level of EMS. So I want to thank you. So thank you so much for joining us for the first episode of Women in EMS, the Michigan chapter, also known as Wee's Wednesdays, again, offered to you by the Moz Monthly Podcast. To join Wee's as a member, you can find us at womeninemergencyservices.org. Again, that's womeninemergencyservices.org. Membership offers mentorship, networking opportunities, career development resources, an exclusive online community, educational opportunities, and member events. Student and organizational discount packages are available. So to learn more about the Michigan Women in EMS chapter, you can reach out to our chapter leader, Lori Thiel, at lthiel, T-H-I-E-L at mobilemedical.org. Also, don't forget to follow Women in Emergency Services on all of our social media channels. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Stay tuned for our next episode coming to you in January 2024.